Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris and we are joined tonight by my lovely wife, Leah. Leah, how you doing, babe, and what are you drinking? Well, um, it's been a long day, it's been a long week, it's been a long month for, for if I'm being honest. Um, so I'm having a little Diet Dr. Pepper tonight to help uh, get me through the night. But also, because I knew I was playing trivia tonight... Uh, we did, went to this uh, Halloween trunk or treat thing that apparently is like trunk or treat is a thing that a lot of people do around the holidays. Holidays, And so uh, we went and took our little daughter um, there tonight, which was really fun. And so we got some Halloween candy. So I will be enjoying some Smarties candy. So here, let's see if I can open it up for you. Oh, yeah. What a great sound that is. <laughs> and so uh, I will be munching, hopefully quietly, uh, if I can get it open, on these Smarties to help get us through uh, this trivia game because I believe we're playing Mike and Nikki at a game that we have yet to win. Uh, I think that's accurate. And also, there's no fixing that in post. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, hopefully <laughs> everyone else can enjoy their uh, their Halloween candy during this holiday season. Yeah, by all means. Uh, my favorite holiday season is the holiday around Halloween. Uh, actually, hopefully tomorrow I'll be able to watch Halloween Kills. Fingers crossed. What is that? It's the new Halloween movie. Oh, is it streaming? Yeah, it's on Peacock. Okay. Well, you've heard enough from me and from Leah. Let's head on out to Huntsville, Alabama. Mike and Nikki, how you doing? What are you drinking? Hello. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> how are you doing? Good. I No. Sorry. <laughs> no, what were you? Well, you had, you had told me to remind you to give Chris crap. Oh, yes. And I, I, abs- and I was like, oh, you're supposed to give Chris Thank crap you. about something. Thank and you I don't for remember. reminding me. Yes, I'm feeling uh, – so I'm feeling extra optimistic tonight because uh, just earlier the, earlier today I listened to uh, the episode of where Chris got his uh, horror movie hot seat on. I know where this is going. And not only did I get a horror movie question right that Chris did not get, but it was about the Alien franchise. So – not I where I thought it was good. going. Okay, I thought it was going to be one of the three or four poltergeist questions that I got wrong. <laughs> I I don't know anything about poltergeist either, so that's that's fair. But no, we're um, you know, like I guess like Leah, it's it's been a little bit of a long day. We're actually doing our trunk or treat with the kids tomorrow. So Ooh, fun. yeah, why is it that Halloween now? It's like it used to just be like I felt like you went out on Halloween. Yeah, it's a, it yeah. was like a day. You, went in your, you got in your costume and you went and you trick or treat. Like yeah. now it's like Halloween is three weeks long. Yeah, now, now by the time wow. Halloween actually rolls around, you're like, okay, I've worn this costume six times already. Do I have to do this again? <laughs> like it's a lot. Like, there's only, only so many times. Halloween. There's only so many times I can fit into my two XL baby diaper and shave my chest. <laughs> It, it, it just, it just, and it now loses that we've established that mental image for our listeners. Oh, yeah, no, we're, we're doing good. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm glad to be here. It's been a hot minute. Yeah, I, for I sure. haven't been on for a while because, like, life is life. Life is life, yeah. You know. Uh, Nick, what are you drinking tonight? I got my boyfriend, a good yeah. old standby, my Jack and Diet. Um, yeah. Good I've, and steady. I think she, 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 I think she likes her boyfriend a little better than me, but. On some nights. <laughs> on some wow. nights, yeah. This has been I, I right, see a toddler saw, peeking in. I just saw my three-year-old peeping in. Uh-huh. I'll be right back. You're not doing that right <laughs> now. Go to bed. Yeah, go lay down, buddy. Oh, the joys of parenthood. Um, yep, been there. I'm also doing well. <laughs> what are you drinking? I have a uh, yet another selection from the Trim Tab Brewing Company, the latest in their Light Visions collection. 
because you know I always bring that on the on these types of things. This is their continuum. Uh, it is a double IPA with Centennial, Citra, and what the heck does that even say? Azacia hops, Azaka hops. Do they have that in font that's legible? Oh, of course. Okay, oh, sorry. We needed a we needed a fake tomato before the before Abby would would go down. I, <laughs> okay. The opening the, 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 the amazing just... mind of the of the three three year old. But uh, no, this is. Um, I actually saved this. This was my final of the four pack, and I knew that I, like always, had to feature a uh, beverage from the Trim Tab on the uh, podcast. So that's what that's what this is. So I'm killing the four pack tonight, and cheers. Cheers. Oh, you're going to do one too. My turn. This is a Supremo Pale Ale from Bunker Brewing Company outside of... Boston. No, Portland, Maine. So the second most populous city named Portland in the U.S., so yay. Yep. Um, Never had it before. It's a pale ale. Uh, not really a pale ale guy, but it had a really cool can. Just really basic. It does. I, I, I like, can see it. I like the the like superhero font on the front, so I bought it. Where did you buy it from? Survey says. Uh, we get this is one that we brought back from New England. I don't oh, remember where I bought we it. We did not I, go to Portland, Maine. No, we did not. Uh it's it's fine. I'm not an IPA guy. I'm not a pale ale guy. So like, it's not my cup of tea. But I'll drink it. It's a pint sized can. It'll be gone by the end of this recording. Oh yeah, so I, I prefer complain. the IPAs to the pale ales. They tend to be a little less hoppy and a little more citrusy, which I like. Uh, but I've I've definitely found my fair share of pale ales that I enjoy as well. Um, yeah, I just I just realized when when Leah said where'd you buy it from, it reminded me I meant to bring it um, tonight, but I forgot. But Nikki was out of town last week. She went on a little girls trip, and she brought back for me basically this uh, hand carved wood wooden koozie. With that a that a beer can just fits right into. It's Ooh. really really neat. It's got like little, it's got little slots for your fingers and everything like that. It's actually really really oh, neat. Wow. And I meant to bring it on, and I meant to I meant to uh, to shout out the guy that carved it because uh, she got his card and everything like that. I did not do that, but uh, tonight. But I'll uh, certainly remember to bring it next time. No, please do. That sounds awesome. I love giving a shout. No, it's really local. really really cool. So I will say, just uh, I'll let all of our listeners know that. Um, I am. This is my fourth beer in the last uh, hour and a half. Yeah. What kind did you have earlier? Uh, we went to dinner with some friends, um, and I had two Yinglings and a beer called a Mango Cart, which, like, ironically in Florida, it was in like the seventies, low eighties, and it felt too cold to have a Mango Cart. It, it was almost like a fruity <laughs> half of Eisen, but uh, it was it was delicious. It was just a little too chilly for that for Florida. Um, it really needs to be in the nineties. <laughs> that stays good. No, but tonight. Well, is... Chris, if it, if it helps, if it helps, this is my third beer of the night. But the second one was uh, a pint, and it was nine nine percent ABV. So we're probably mm-hmm. about equal right now. Oh, I just realized I had two beers earlier today watching the Florida State football game too. Oh wow! <laughs> what a binger! College football ah. will drive you to drink. Well, no, we won fifty nine to three, so I can't really complain against no, you the guys, worst team yeah, in football. Yes. This is a team that Vanderbilt would have beaten by twenty. It's that they're that bad. The University of Massachusetts. You so. mad? No, Vanderbilt lost forty today. So, Ugh. 
We're not here to talk football. We're here to talk trivia. And That's right. We are back, Leah. We are back to the ultimate pub trivia game. We have got two cards. That's going to be 18 questions. Mike and Nikki versus Chris and Leah. Leah, what are our categories tonight? Well, the random categories that were handed to me that we are going to read from today are pop culture <laughs> and then past, present, and future. All right. Some pop culture and some history. And Mike and Nikki, you're the guests. Which watch, uh, Which card do you want to start out with? Wait, are both... We're both answering each one? Yeah. Okay, great. So you guys get to choose what which do you want first? What do you want first, babe? You, hmm. you, you choose. Let's do... Let's start with the pop culture one. Okay, so we'll go ahead and start with pop culture. So it sounds like both teams are going to answer each question. There's going to be nine questions. Um, some specific questions have specific rules for them, but for the most part, the first couple are all just general questions. When your team thinks they know the answer, they can go ahead and lock in, and the other team will be able to talk it out for all of our listeners out there. That makes sense, and I believe questions one through five are worth ten points apiece. Okay. Question six is a multiple-part uh, answer worth 20 points, each correct answer worth five points apiece. Uh, question seven, I believe, is a quotations question. Question eight, if I'm not mistaken, is a numbers or a decades question. And then question number nine is back to just being a standard, regular old trivia question. So this will be fun. We're starting with pop culture. Leah, take us away. All right. So here's question number one in pop culture. What two singers did Madonna share a kiss with during the MTV Music Awards? Oh, I can lock in. We, we. Okay. I think I It was uh, the one that always gets more notoriety or whatever is Britney Spears, but it yeah. was her and Christina Aguilera, right? Yeah, I think it was her and Christina Aguilera and then did you know it was Britney Spears? Yeah, it was Britney Spears. I know it was Britney Spears yeah. and Christina Aguilera, so I yeah. think those would be the two. They were they were channeling her material girl uh, wedding dress uh, performance, I believe. I mean, I kind of remember, like the, rem- I kinda remember the moment, but to be honest, I don't remember the specifics. So. I, I really don't either. I actually, that was I think that was one of the last one of those I watched yeah. And I kind of remember that, and I was like, okay, this is fine. But yeah, so we'll say we'll lock in with Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. Okay, and Chris, what did we walk, lock in with without discussing? <laughs> oh, we didn't need to discuss it because I knew this vividly. It was um, it was Alfred Hitchcock and Stanley Kubrick. All right, I feel <laughs> confident no, in your answer. No, it was so th- I always felt a little weird. I always kind of felt like there was a lot of quote unquote controversy around this. I didn't quite, I don't, I didn't understand it then. I don't understand it now. But I did feel like Christina got a little jip because, like, she kissed Britney first, and that's what everyone talked about. But it was right. like one to one side, one to the other. I'm like, oh, well, poor Christina kind of got screwed out of a, a pop culture moment there. But no, Christina Aguilera, <laughs> Britney Spears. Okay. Um, let me... Okay, so your correct answers are Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. So both teams pick up 10 points. Woohoo! Definitely did not remember any Yay. of that happening, so I'm glad that you knew the answer. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, so let's go into question number two. Hopefully I'll get this one right. Piper Chapman is the lead female role in which drama series? And we can lock in. What's the name? Piper Chapman. Piper Chapman. Piper Chapman? Oh, man. You just have to choose one series. There's a drama series, and I'm trying to think of it. And the lead, the leader is the, the lead person is Piper. I don't remember her last name, but it's a Piper. I can't tell. I could tell you. And you're going to be way better at drama series than I am. 
I mean, the only one I remember with a Piper was Charmed. One of the sisters well, was named Piper, of. but I don't remember their last name. I don't think, were they Chapman? I don't know if they were the, Chap- Chap- the Chapman. The Chapman sisters doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't. And I don't think that would be necessarily described as a drama series either. But mm. maybe that might be what I'm thinking of. Um, I don't know, yeah. Piper I mean, Chapman. Yeah, the only series I know with the Piper was that Charmed. And I didn't okay. really watch it. I just know one of the, there was like Prue, Piper, and... I never Another watched Another P name. Right. I they never all watched have P's. It. Right. But I don't think their last name was Chapman. I feel like it was like the winchester you know, Chris, you know, <laughs> yep. you know, oh, some, yeah. some, they lived in like New England. Right, exactly. It was exactly. like the Winchester sisters or exactly. whatever, I don't know. Exactly. I don't know who was the Chapman sisters. Oh gosh, we're going to get some hate mail for not knowing the <laughs> last name of the Charmed sisters. Sorry, um, I never no, watched no. it. I Leah, never watched it. Leah, I there know wa- there was a Piper. There wasn't a year or anything like that, right? We're there just... was not. All right. Mm. Leah locked in very quickly. All right, so it's got to be, all right, what would Leah watch? <laughs> um, <laughs> WWLW. Yeah. It's a whole uh, fun game right there. What would Leah watch? I just don't, I don't want. I, I, I mean, I would just go with Charm because I know there was a Piper. There was a Piper. That's, that's, that's all I know. That's fine. It's probably I would, wrong. I wouldn't describe whatever. it as a drama series. I, it's probably wrong, but, but I know one of the that, sisters I, you're, named Piper. Yeah, you're right. And she was kind of the main sister. Okay. So that's, yeah, that's fine. Sure. That's fine. We'll say okay. Charmed. Okay, so Mike and Nikki locked in with Charmed. Can I guess? I want to see if I was right. Sure. The name Piper, uh, I don't I didn't associate it with Charmed. I, my head went to Orange is the New Black. The correct That's answer the one I was is... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the one yeah. I was oh, trying absolutely. to think of. absolutely. It's totally the, the, the one, the one ah. you watched five seasons of, and I occasionally ah. caught. That's the one I was trying to think of. Yeah, Piper, I watched some of that show. Piper ah. Chapman was the main character, the blonde yeah. girl in Orange is the That's... New Black. Um, I watched, ah. like, I think four seasons of that show before giving it up. Um, and I do believe that Charm, there is a Piper on there. It's it's. Phoebe, Piper, and Prue are the original sisters, mm. and I believe it's the Halloway sisters. Something close. Uh, Hallowell, I know. Halloway, I was like, I, like, something like that. Piper Chapman sounded so was... familiar, and for whatever reason, Piper from Charmed is the only thing that it totally makes sense. I did watch the like the first couple seasons. Yeah, you watched you watched a lot of. I actually, but, yeah, yeah, I think I watched the first like three or four seasons of Orange Is the New Black, and I cannot pull that up. No, that's how much that show lasted for me. Because I mean, I kept watching it; like it was sort of interesting, but it's so forgettable and 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 it's so funny. So no, yeah, I agree, and I did not see how it ended, so I have no idea how the show ended. Because I... I have no idea. I mean, I. But yeah, but now that you, the moment you said that, I was like, oh, of course, orange is the new book. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, yeah, I could, I would never have pulled it up, but I, I didn't, I knew it wasn't, wasn't Charmed, but I was trying to come up well, with I what I only it was. knew Piper from Charmed, but I was like, Chapman's not their last name. It's not mm. the Chapman sisters <laughs> of, that are Charmed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I love that Nikki's just going to kick herself the rest of the night over that. I do think it's like Hallowell or Halloway, one of those two. It's something. I think it was Hallowell. It was something, Hallowell, you okay. know. New England. They yeah. lived in like Salem, so I mean, yeah, like, it, in a very cool. It wasn't house. original. I remember their house was really yeah. cool. Salem is a really yeah. cool town too. Yeah. Okay, so now we're moving on to question number three. What famous Swedish actress married Italian neurorealist film director Roberto Rossellini? You know this. Or? Yeah, we can lock in. Okay, well, there's only one person with the last name of Rosalini, if I'm even saying that right, that I know, and it's Isabella. That's that's literally all I have. And the only reason I know that is because it was on Friends. Yep. It was on one yeah. of their lists. I think it was like Ross Ross's list. 
that what, you wanted to make out with or whatever, hook up with. What's giving me pause for concern is, like, generally speaking, um, like, famous people, and it, you know, famous women don't typically change their last name when they have a name prior to getting married because they want to be remembered by their by their name that they already have and so like well do you think she married him after she was already famous a famous swedish actress and then she got married to roberto rossellini or she got married to roberto rossellini and then she happened to become a swedish actress so there's two things that are working against me here one is uh isabella rossellini is definitely not blonde yeah she doesn't strike me as swedish to me not at at all. all she strikes me as italian um well, can you think of another Swedish actor or a Swedish actress? Tilda Swinton. I have no idea if she's Swedish or not, but she I think she's blonde. <laughs> she I think she's blonde sometimes. I think um, she's one of those method actors. Name non American blonde actresses. Von Strahovski. She's Australian. She's Australian. Um Julie Benz is American. Why are those the only two blonde Reese actors? Witherspoon. She's from like Mississippi or yeah. Alabama or something. Or it's Texas. Not Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. She's Greek. No. Isabella Rossellini is not the right answer. Swiss actress. A Swiss actress. No, I don't know. They locked in really quickly. Like legitimately really quickly. They probably locked in with Isabella. Or it's just some obscure something. No, I, 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 I can't. I don't. I. This is one of those I'm going to kick myself when I hear it because I feel like I've heard this before, and it's not Isabella Rossellini. But I can't think of where's Diana Kruger. No, it's not Diana Kruger. She's, she's German, German, I think. And she's also not married to him. She's married to Norman Reedus. Yeah. I don't know. She's uh, so weird. Maybe it's an older actress. Doesn't say when they got married. What's a neurorealist mean? He's an Italian neurorealist. That sounds like something that would have been like a long time ago. Artistic? It's, it's going to be some sort of art. I don't know. Um, we'll go Isabella Rossellini because I don't have a better answer, but it's not right. Okay. We'll go with Isabella. Mike and Nikki, what did you guys say? Uh, well, Isabella Rossellini is the daughter of uh, him and this particular actress. Uh, oh. Nikki, yeah. here's looking at you, kid. Oh. Uh, Ingrid, Ingrid, Ingrid Bergman. Ingrid Bergman, yeah. yeah their oh, Ingr- daughter was Isabella Rossellini. Oh, Ingrid sounds Swedish. Yep. Okay, and the correct answer is Ingrid Bergman. Bergman. It's nicely done, guys. Nice job. You tied it up, so now it's uh, two to two. Ooh. 20 to 20. But Isabella Rossellini was bumped for Wayne Ryder on Ross's list. So. I thought she was bumped for Susan. Oh, no. Susan yeah. Sarandon was just another one yeah, on the he list. But you're right. He did bump He was like local. Rider. That's right. <laughs> Global. Local. And it wasn't, wasn't she like, oh, well, that's that's a shame because I have a list of bar guy, of like random bar guys I that I can hook up and I just bumped guy. you for this guy over here. That was great. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Some people hate on friends. She I think that's that just funny. Blue Velvet or whatever. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and move on to question number four. I do not know when these questions were written, um, but here we go. This is what we're going with. Um, Question number four. Kevin Spacey stars in what straight-to-Netflix drama? (laughs) This didn't age well. No. Can you lock it in, was at least three You're the one who watched this show. I can't think what the show's called. I watched the first episode with you. 
And I said, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, we can lock in. I have it. Okay. I had it too. I just wanted to, because oh. it was you who knew it. No. So. Sorry. I was exchanging was glances with Nikki and I was house reaching for the thing. It was heart, House of Cards, right? Yeah, I mean, that was the only thing. That, I mean, because that was like a big thing. It was like Netflix's first big show was wow house it really cards. was yeah like it was their first like original yeah. netflix show yeah was house of cards i think i think you're right so yeah. okay yeah we'll lock in with house of cards okay and what did we lock in with where that dog gets murdered in the first five minutes of the show uh things went better for the dog than did for kate mara's character but it is house of cards maybe they oh didn't my gosh actually. i forgot about the dog that was all i, I mean and didn't I they like, nope. like write him off too and then like she was present i don't even know i didn't watch right. it for a long time but Okay, so everyone's getting points. The correct answer is House of Cards. Yay. All right, so we're still all tied up. Going into question number five. What German actor played the murderer in Fritz Fritz Lang's film M? Like the letter M is what the film is called. This has a lot of words in it. I do not know. Fritz Lang's film M. M. I, th- I I think we can lock in. Okay. So name a German... No, we're, we're, we're very international on this one. Name a German actor who could play a murderer. Christoph Waltz? Christoph... Is he German? Is Waltz German? He like played a really name? convincing Nazi. Okay. I like that. Who uh, else is no, German? It, it, this is going to be older than this. Christoph Waltz is more of a relatively new actor do we think diane kruger could have played the murderer in this guy fritz german actors in a film called m feel like that's either an obscure movie or something that happened before my time yeah i think it's before our time it kind of sounds like it would be a james bond movie m Right, because someone's named Q or something in that movie. There's an M in James Bond. It's not. It's not that. You're in the wrong place. Uh, German actors. What's some German first names? Sven. Magnus. I like that's like. Oh, I like, I like magma. That'd be cool. Bjorn Bergensen. I don't who's, know who's that guy from Pitch Perfect who sang for the like the German group. I think it was Pitch Perfect too. Maybe there was like a German acapella group. He's in other movies too, but he was like the main. Okay, never mind. I... Okay, German <laughs> actors. I'm so confused. Listeners out there, if you know who this guy was in Pitch Perfect too, who's also in other things, because he's very distinctive looking. Are you think of Joe Latruglio? I don't I know. Who that a is. Lot of German actors. All right. Uh, so Christoph Waltz, I'm pretty sure is German. Um... Like, I'm trying to think of other actors that are kind of... What about Dolph Lundgren? Isn't he blonde? Yeah, he's not German either, you're right. I would I'm, think I'm, he's more like Swedish. I think he is Swedish. Okay, so what are some names of some of the Von Trapp family people? Kevin. Friedrich. Kurt. Kurt. Kirk. Kurt. I think it's Kurt. Georg was the dad. Okay, that's it. Those are all the men in that movie. The rest of them are out fighting a war. Uncle Max. Max? Is that like a German Max von Sydow? I I, I don't know who that is. Yeah, we'll go with Max von Sydow. That's fine. Okay, yeah, we're going to go with Max von Sydow? What'd you say? Sydow. Sydow? Yeah, sure. Sydow, 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 Sydow. Sydow, don't rock your boat. (laughs) 
Sounds good. Max Vaughn, sit down. It's not what I said. That's what Ma- I'm writing down on my paper. Ma- Max von Seidel is not a, not a bad guess. Uh, I always think of him from what was it, the Seventh um, Seventh Seal? Not the. Um, I always screw up the name of that. The Ingmar Bergman movie. Hey, there's there's the Bergman name again. Um, <laughs> so I could be completely wrong about this. I've seen M. Great movie. Uh, nineteenth, early nineteen thirties. I want to say thirty one or thirty two. Uh, I believe the murderer was played by Peter Lorre. Peter, that sounds like a German name. Lorre doesn't. <laughs> I didn't think he was German actually, but he's in a German movie. It says German actor, so okay. So you're, the correct answer is Peter Lorre. Nicely actually, done. Don, good job. Good job, Mike and Nikki. Okay, well, going into our halftime, uh, the score is forty to thirty, so it's still anybody's game. All right, we get, we can come back, we can come back. And in our halftime, um, it's gonna be a question that asks for four possible answers. You can only submit four answers, and each ans- correct answer is gonna be worth five points. So you can actually gain twenty points for this halftime. So here is your question: Name the four main characters of Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Hello, know. I hate human. Seinfeld, and I'm pretty sure I can name the the four characters. Uh, and I've watched one yeah. episode ever. I can lock that's in so just funny. so I can force Mike and Nikki to talk it out. That that's funny, Leah, that you said that because I was literally thinking in my head, I was like, I'll bet even Leah can do this. And she hates Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Who well, hates Seinfeld? No, I, mean, so, I don't understand. Main well, okay, I mean, so of course you have Newman. You have David Putt. No, come on. <laughs> it's Jerry, like, George, Elaine, and Kramer. Cosmo Kramer. Cosmo Kramer. Yeah. Like oh, I don't think we actually got far enough in the series for you to find out the first name. Mm, Sorry, yeah, spoiler that's, alert. That's not a debate at all. So. <laughs> all right. Well, Chris, what did what did we? The same thing. Of course, okay. it's the same thing. It's a, uh, hey, fun fact: Does anyone know what Elaine's last name is? Bennis. Bennis. That's not Jerry how I Seinfeld, pronounced George it. George Costanza, Elaine Bennis, and Cosmo Kramer. Yep. I was like looking at this and they have their last names. I was like, Elaine Beanies. Elaine was, Beans. I was going to get two like, Beans or Beanies. Yeah, I was like, I had no idea that was her last name. That's not how I would have pronounced it. <laughs> okay, so we're going into the second half of round one. Uh, this one is a quotation question. Oh, crap. Right now our scores are 60 <laughs> to 50. So still anybody's game. And for those of you who have listened to our show before, you know that the quotation questions can be quite obscure. So good luck to everyone. Was was we did that for a bonus episode recently? Was that literally the first time either of us had gotten a question, quotation mark, question right? It was one of the the pub trivia experience bonus episodes. You can actually find them exclusively on Patreon.com/ptebb. On one of those, though, uh, Mike. Became the first person to ace a uh, quotations question. And he is literally raising the roof in the silliest way possible. (laughs) Beer in one hand. There you go. Okay, so here is your quotation question. Who said, quote, I see myself as an intelligent, sensitive human with the soul of a clown, which forces me to blow it at the most important moments. I see myself as an intelligent, sensitive human with the soul of a clown, which forces me to blow it at the most important moments. All right, we're going to go ahead and lock in. All right. 
I mean, I think that's a decent guess. I, I do, I do too. Uh, I mean, but did they so, clarify if this is like an actual person that said this? It, or it, it there's nothing. There's nothing in the question to tell you one way or the other, okay. and I'm not going to ask because All they right. they they figured they got their guess without asking. Uh, so we started off. I thought. Well, I, this thought was a good... I, well I thought it was fictional character. So I was like, maybe it sounds like something like Patch Adams or something from right. the movie. But then I was like, if it's not official, it actually sounds like something Robin Williams would have said, maybe. Right, who so, played Patch Adams? Yeah, I, I actually I mean, think that's a really good because guess. I mean, he was sort of like he he you know intelligent, but he's a soul of a clown. But then like he always blows. I mean, he always kind of he was kind of depressed. So. I don't know. I feel like Robin Williams is a decent Robert, guess. Uh, Robin I mean, Williams, I don't know. I have no idea. It, that's not a, it's not a bad guess. Uh, the, these quotations, again, you know, as we alluded to, they're notoriously difficult to figure out. I think that's I think that's a reasonable guess. Uh, and really, my my goal in in with these is to sound, is to make a guess that doesn't make us sound completely nuts. So I think that's a good guess. I'm I'm good at locking in with that. All right, fine. We'll guess Robin Williams. Okay. And Chris, what did we say? Uh, we actually, so we both kind of zeroed in quickly on the fact that this sounds like it'd be someone who's uh, either a comedian or a comedic actor at some point in time. There's zero leading us there. Right? Now that I think about it, this very well could be a politician. Um, but we uh, we talked about Robin Williams. We ended up going with Don Rickles. Mm. Okay. And so your correct answer is Jim Morrison. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Wow. Wow. I would not have gotten there. Is that the I, I mean, I, okay. I'm sitting here like I could go into the next room and grab pretty much the entire Doors discography and vinyl, and I would never have gotten there. Yeah, I can't. It do does that, make sense. That doesn't. Not what I would have gone with. Not at all. Hey, all right. We live uh, and learn. All right. Well, this next yep. question is um, a decades question, so it's going to give us a statement or a, or an event that happened, and it is our job to determine what decade. This event happened in. So here's our question. In what decade did Kurt Cobain die? I think we can lock in. I would say so. Okay. I hope we're locking in with the same thing. Oh, gosh. 1990-something. Oh, no, I'm going to screw. I wanted to give the exact date. It's early April 1994. I want to say April 8th. That might have been when he was found. Anyway, it's definitely 1994, and I'm pretty sure it's April. We don't need to be that specific. But 90s is the answer. Yes, and we also locked in with the 90s. Um, And so the correct answer is 90s, and the card does say 1994. So I did not say that we were going to get bonus points for saying the exact year. So We're not going to, then. We're not going to. We've never, I don't think we've ever done that, but. So awesome. Great job, everyone. April 5th, 1994. I think his body was found April 8th. Anyway, oh, wow. just for the edification. Oh, my Lord. It sat there for days in that state. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I oh. think it was I think it, I think he was he wasn't found for about three days. Wow. OK, so your final question in our pop culture round one is going to be it's going to ask us for a number. And I think we're going to be we, exact. So, no, we we've done this last couple of times. We've done this as the closest to the pin challenge. So oh. only one group's going to get the 10 points. It's whoever is closest to the correct answer. All right. Sounds good. All right. So here's your question in a number category. <laughs> How many times did Elizabeth Taylor get married? Nikki and I are going to lock. Oh, okay, great. So now we don't have to meet ourselves. Okay, so it's a high number. I thought she was married. Seven? I thought she was married eight times. Okay, you're married. 
You are you more confident with eight? I know it's a very high number. That's uh, for some reason my gut was seven, but if you feel eight, I'm so, so okay. It might be. Eight. It might be. I think she. I could be wrong here, and this this could just be me being stupid. But I feel like she married one guy twice. So oh. I, she, I and think the question is not how many guys did she marry, how many times. Yeah, so I feel like she had seven husbands but got married eight times. I love it. Okay, let's go with eight. All right, Mike and Nikki, what did you guys say? Well, guys, uh, there is zero chance for separation here because I turned to Nikki and in my head was going eight, but I turned to Nikki before saying anything and she goes, I don't know, eight. And I said, I thought the same thing. Let's lock in with that. So we're all locking in with eight. Okay, so let's see if. I mean, it doesn't really matter. We guess the same thing, so we have to figure out how well, to do this. We both get points if we're right. Yeah. Uh, so the correct answer is eight. It's so nicely done. Yep. Everyone gets points. I say we both get I points for getting it dead right. I think she had seven husbands but was married. Yeah, she married Richard Burton twice, twice, I'm pretty sure. Yep. So Conrad oh. Hilton Jr., Michael Wildling, Michael Todd, Eddie Fisher, Richard Burton once, Richard Burton again, and then John Warner and Larry Fortensky. Awesome. Wow. Well, good job, everyone, with going with your instincts. Um, so after yeah. round one in the pop culture category, our scores have Mike and Nikki with 80 and Leah and Chris with 70. So it is still a super close game, guys. All right. And we're moving into the All second right. half of our game. Yeah, and in the second half of the game, we're actually... Can I take actually... a beer break real quick? Yes. Sure. I'm going to take this... I'm going to take this time just to remind our listeners of a couple of things. Uh, one, I mentioned it earlier, but if you're looking for a way to support us here at the Pub Trivia Experience, head on over to patreon.com slash p-t-e-b-b. That is your exclusive home for all the bonus content of not just the Pub Trivia Experience, but our sister podcast, Boozy Bracketology. We drop bonus episodes for both shows throughout the month, uh, including, but not limited to, Bonus trivia, bonus brackets, get to know yous, AMAs, and it's also the exclusive home for our our old podcast that is unfortunately no longer available called Recast That, where we take some of your favorite movies and television shows and recast them with modern actors. Uh, find all that there on Patri- patreon.com slash ptebb. Uh, listen, if you can't afford to help out right now, like, I get it. We've all been there. Uh, it's not easy uh, easy out there right now. Do me a favor, five-star rating, write us a review. Legitimately, that would be awesome of you. I hope you're enjoying the show. Find us on Instagram, Pub Trivia Experience. Facebook is The Lounge, fans of Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology. And we'll be right back when Mike gets his beer. And Mike is back with hopefully a new beer in his hand. Let's go to Mike and see what he grabbed. Mike forgot how a mute button works. Oh, is this, is there a mute bug situation? Oh, Mike got bit by a mute bug. Someone get the fly swatter. So, no, this is actually really funny. I don't know if Nikki realized, because she's been talking to you guys. I didn't realize. Oh, right. that and she didn't realize. Button. So I forgot the mute bug mute button was on because Nikki was sitting here and it sounded like she was talking to you guys. <laughs> so she was just so hearing hold our on. conversation. We, we missed Nikki's conversation and Mickey's thoughts on the whole on the whole frosted tips thing. So Nikki, yay or nay on frosted I've, tips? I was, yeah. I was I literally sat down and thought there was this whole conversation going, so I just dove, dove right in. So, yes, you're absolutely but yes, correct. I totally, I, remember, I totally remember that episode, and, yeah, he frosted his tips. And that was like all the cool kids did that. Yeah. that now I feel like a they dick, like, not acknowledging the fact that Nikki was talking, and we didn't. We didn't. weren't even paying attention. We weren't even looking at the screen. 
I'm sorry. Oh no, you guys. Yeah, no, like I was like on my phone for a minute, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, like oh, oh, oh they're talking about Pacey. They're talking about Pacey, so yeah. So all all the cool kids got did frosted you, tips. Oh, did you guys watch the Doctor Death? No. Is it good? Yeah. No, but I follow him on Instagram, so I see a lot of his photos from it. That I mean, that thing's insane. It, it was like Mike and I were both like confused by the whole thing. Like it, we were both. I, I'm still kind of like I don't even. It was know. like how in the world is this based on something that really happened? Like it's, it's a true. Insane. It's a true story, and I'm like, how in the world is this a true story? Wow. Yeah, watch it. it. It's actually list. really good. After I finish only murderers in the building, I'll add that to my list. And we need to watch the Squid Games. All right, Leah, take us into the second half of tonight's game. All right, so the second half of tonight's game is going to run the same way that the first half did. Uh, there'll be nine questions, ten points apiece, and then there's going to be a halftime halfway through-ish. Um, yeah, and, this, and the category for this round is past, present, and future. Which, just scanning at it, I don't know how many future questions there's going to be, but I would assume most of these are probably history-related questions or maybe like current events. Hopefully a valid uh, a valid guess. In the in the year twenty thirty two, what yeah. blah, blah. Okay, so let's get started with question number one. What US amendment guarantees free speech? Oh yeah, we can lock in. We can lock in, and I have a fun story. Amendment guarantees free uh, the, uh, it's kind of a trick question. Yeah, uh, the, the First Amendment says Congress shall not abridge the right to free speech. It's not necessarily a quote-unquote guarantee. But yeah, the First Amendment is what they're looking yeah, I mean, for. It's not a guarantee. They, they wrote in a little like, me, you know, no. maybe. Okay, so you're locked in with First Amendment? Number one. Okay. With a bullet. So, so we also locked in with First Amendment. Um, and the reason why, what is that face? Oh, you're yawning. I'm yawning. I'm <laughs> that was your reaction. And I was like, wait, were know, we please. not supposed to walk in with first amendment? Um, and so my story with this is that I learned a lot of things about what I know. Like I know very, very little things. Like they just don't stick in my brain. Um, but the things that do stick in my brain, I usually learn from TV or movies. So a lot of the amendments I learned from this little, probably eighties, nineties movie with, um, What's her name? Melanie Griffith. Uh, the dad from uh, the Connors and Roseanne. John Goodman. John Goodman. Um, and I think there's other people who pop up into it too. But Born Yesterday? It was called Born Yesterday. And so I don't actually remember a whole plot of the whole movie, but she's like this dumb blonde who is hanging out with all these like politicians and like people like that. And so she's trying to get smarter. She's trying to be more educated. And so she's having this, like, fancy dinner, and John Goodman is, like, getting real embarrassed by her. Because he's like, shut up, blah, 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 blah. And, like, real condescending, total jerk off. Um, but the rest of the people at the table are like, no, tell us how you learned this stuff. Because she's like, yeah, I kind of made up my own little song to remember a lot of the amendments. And then she has them all sing it at the dinner table at this, like, fancy <laughs> restaurant. She gives them all a part, and then it's to the um, song of the 12 Days of Christmas. So the first one is like, the first amendment to the Constitution says, freedom of religion, speech, and press. The second part of the First <laughs> Amendment says, peaceful assembly. 
and just say any crazy thing you like. And then they go through the table and they do like a lot of the amendments and they have like little funny things for it. And then they all clap and laugh and John Goodman's like, oh, you're so stupid. I can't believe you're getting into this. But then he sees that everybody else is getting into it too. And he finally plays along and that's the turning point in their friendship, relationship, whatever. So anyway, that always sticks with me. Put it to a song and I'll probably remember it. So that's how I remember a lot of the amendments. I have seen this movie and I don't remember. I did not remember any of that until you just said that. Yeah, you can find it on YouTube. I've watched it several times. I, I only ever saw the original with uh, Judy Holiday from the 50s. So um, so the correct answer is the First Amendment that they were looking for. So yay, yay everyone gets points. Still losing by 10. Thank you for listening to my really long story, but I felt like I wanted oh, no, to share. I love it. That's great. So no, hopefully that people out there watch that movie. Find, it, find it on YouTube and then you can learn a lot of, about the amendments and then those the, the sayings get stuck in your head and then you learn stuff. All right. So here is question number two. Who did the United States buy Alaska from? We can lock in. Can we? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know. That's what. That's actually bothering me. Like, who did they buy Alaska oh, there from? There was a. There was a. Some kind of. Right, I don't the... think. I mean, I don't think it was the Russians. That no. it would seem like the obvious. You know, but but they didn't really. No, they didn't know. They didn't know. I mean, my immediate guess. Wouldn't buy anything. Russia's not going to sell us anything. Well, but um, this, but this was back. This was Seward's folly. So it was back in the eighteen what fifties, sixties. Um. I feel like I mean like England or something would have had it and just been like we don't know what to do with this shit. So yeah, I mean that's that's well okay. It was I was thinking either England or France. Yeah. Um, there was some. There was a treaty. It was like some Juno. I mean the Juno. Well, Juno. Juno. That's yeah. that's a, that's a really good way to think about yeah. it. Juno is a very French sounding yeah, city it's name. Be so France. I, I, France was the first thing that popped in my head. Yeah. But I was sitting here going, oh my gosh, it's Seward's folly. Where was, do we there buy? There was it something from? like the uh, the. Something of Juno. There was like a. I, I, okay. I remember when we bought it. It was just. I don't yeah. remember who it was from, but there was something that we. It was called something of Juno. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. we'll guess the French, the France. Yeah, France. We, we, we probably threatened to invade and the French surrendered. So, we'll yeah. say France. Well, France is like, this, this shit's far away and it's cold. We don't want to go there. Like, why? Just <laughs> sorry. Get rid, I, just get rid of it. <laughs> I never pass up a France surrendered joke. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sorry, anybody who lives in Alaska, we love you, but yeah, it's cold. Or and we're probably just like, let's just get rid of it. So. Yep. All right, and Chris, what did we lock in with? I want to remind everyone that France fought World War One and World War Two for a lot longer than the U.S. ever did. So to make I any joke know. about it's them surrendering is not fair. Um, I think Juno is indigenous is is a language is a, a word from the indigenous people of of Alaska in that territory. Oh. I am almost positive we bought it from Russia. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but I could almost swear we bought that from Russia. Is this something they would have told us on our honeymoon that I wasn't listening to? No. I've read that somewhere before. It might have been while I was reading something about uh, Abraham Lincoln, but I, I could... I mean, that, he, geographically, that certainly makes a lot more sense, but... Okay, so good job, Chris. The correct answer is Russia. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. That would be the obvious one. I mean, that, that seemed like the obvious. I was just amazed. I was just amazed we had diplomatic relations with Russia at that time. Um... Question number three. What is the capital city of Mexico? Uh, we can lock in. So, I mean, I'll ask I mean, you. I think it's Mexico City. I'll ask a dumb question. There is there a San Juan, Mexico City? There's a San Juan, Puerto Rico. And I think that is the capital of Puerto Rico. But, I mean, Mexico, I think Mexico City. I, I can't think. Of, I can't imagine it being anything other than Mexico City. Mexico City is like one of the, it's like one of like the top ten most popular I mean, you know, it's got to be Mexico City. I mean, City. I can't even. <laughs> 
it's not that I can't name another city in Mexico, but I can't name another city in Mexico that I think would potentially be the capital. Yeah, you're right. It's Mexico City. Mexico City? Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess we'll say Mexico City. <laughs> yeah, well, and we had to mute because we both, our instincts were Mexico City, but then I got scared and I was just thinking in my head, like, wait, maybe it's another it's city, like Guadalajara. Is that a Mexico, like a city in Mexico? Like, that's actually, Guadalajara is the next one that popped into my head. So. Yeah, it, which I only know from friends, again. Um, and then I was like, it's not going to be any of those, like, ports that people go on cruises to Mexico in. So we, Chris, you want to tell them what we looked in with? Yeah, we had the same conversation. We locked in Mexico City because it's like, it's Mexico City, right? Like, I think so. Pretty <laughs> sure. So, yeah, Mexico City. Okay. So, the correct answer is Mexico City. Yay! Woo-hoo! We're not all Woo-hoo! totally stupid, except that we hesitated a lot for that. So, sorry. Hey, we got a tie ball Mexico. game. We got a tie ball game this late. I'm not complaining. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to go into question number four. So this is another United States question. What was the first national park in the United States? You want to lock? Yeah, I think we can lock. Okay, so what I said was, where did Teddy Roosevelt hang out a lot? Because he's like the president associated with national parks. Yep. And then Chris said. Yeah, so I, I feel like the national park, the quote unquote idea of a national park is pre-Teddy Roosevelt. I feel like Teddy Roosevelt really kind of brought that jurisdiction into that type of um I feel like Teddy Roosevelt gave them a lot of power to create more national parks. So you think national parks were pre before Teddy Roosevelt made them cool? This one I'm almost positive this one was and the one that comes to mind is Yellowstone. My only concern What's the other is one? There's another one out Yosemite. Yosemite's other one. I've been to Yosemite. I haven't been to Yellowstone. I always have to remember the two. Yellowstone's the one that's Yosemite's out. in California. Yeah, Yellowstone's the one out in Wyoming, right? Yeah, uh, it's definitely more east. Yeah, I think like Montana, Wyoming area, probably a state that I've never been to. Kevin Costner never made a movie, never made a TV show about uh, Yosemite. But he made one about Yellowstone. He's in Yellowstone, the TV show. Yeah, let's oh, go. Let's and go. Josh Holloway too. I think okay. he's in that too. So let's go with Yellowstone. Yellowstone, got- sure got handsome men in him that's not why we're going with it but okay <laughs> okay we're going with whatever the gets you there babe <laughs> okay so mike and nikki what did you guys say way quicker than we did I mean, yeah we went with yellow we went with yellowstone okay i don't have more explanation than that but yeah. yeah we just kind of looked at each other and we we're like it's got to be yellowstone right <laughs> Okay, and the correct answer is Yellowstone, so we all get points. Yay! Woohoo! By the way, Yellowstone was a par- made a park on March 1st, 1887. 18- eighteen seventy two. Okay, oh. even earlier. I was gonna guess a random year, I guess eighteen eighty seven. Yeah, Wyoming, Montana, and Idaho. See? Okay, well we are moving into our halftime round. Um the scores are tied. With 110 to 110. Oh, you know what? We're not to the halftime round yet. There's one more question. My bad. <laughs> I was all excited. <laughs> We're just a hot mess tonight. I mean, I can move the other question into the second half. Nah, really let's go with question it. number five. All right. So last question before the halftime round. Which U.S. state is in a group of islands? What? Really? I mean, I don't feel like this even needs to be a question, but okay. Is in a group I, of islands? That's not grammatically I, correct. Is in I, a group of islands. 
Uh, I think we can lock in. in a group of islands? It is in a group of islands. I mean, sure, kind of, I guess. I'd say we could one, two, three it, but we know how well that works when we play this game, so. It's almost your one per cast. I didn't I didn't even have to say it. I just I just <laughs> read it. All right. No, right so I mean, we're locked in, so you guys can tell yeah. us what what state you think is in a group of islands. I mean, clearly we just discussed Wyoming, and I mean that's so naturally. <laughs> That's surrounded yeah. by a whole lot of uh, yeah, exactly. Well, it is surrounded by a bunch of nothing. oceanfront property in Wyoming. <laughs> no. I mean, it's got to be Hawaii. It's the only like. And, and and I guess if they're saying it's in a group of islands, one of those islands is Hawaii. One of the Hawaiian islands is Hawaii, but the entire group of islands is the state. So, but yeah, Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Hawaii. It is Hawaii. Hey, we're on to the halftime. Yeah. Yay! So I'm just going to add an extra 10 points on for everybody. So now it's one. Those are the kind of questions you're almost like, you're overthinking. You're like, why? why, why I know why, I was. Why is this too easy? Why? Well, I was sitting here thinking, okay, we discussed Alaska before, and it does have the little string of islands down the bottom. Like, what's, what? What is going on here? So we are now going into our halftime round. So this is going to be like that we did the first round. Where there are going to be four possible answers, you're going to only give four answers, and you'll get five points for each correct one. So here is your halftime question. Name four U.S. federal holidays that occur on the same date each year. All right, we, Mike and Nick can go and lock in. Oh! Hold no, on. Nope, that's not one. No, so we have, crap. we know th- we have three. We know there's, you know, uh, Christmas Day is always the, the same day every year. Um... New Year's Day is the same day every year. Uh, Fourth of July, obviously the same day every year. So then we were going through the calendar. We're going through the calendar to find the next one. So, so we're up to so July, so August. There aren't any in August. Veterans Day, but it's not the same day every year. That's not in August. Veterans Day, I feel September? like, is October, or September. Okay. So September is the first Monday is Labor Day. So that's not a date. Nope. September, like I said. Might be Columbus Day, Indigenous Peoples Day, something like that. That I don't like. I'm I'm kind of between that. We and work President those days, Day. <laughs> so it's not a federal holiday where we don't have school. But I'm trying to like though that and President's Day. Like I don't know if either one of those is the same every year. October is Halloween, but you said that one's not, not a, federal a federal holiday. holiday. Then November. I think November has Veterans Day. Is that not when Veterans Day is? I don't remember. Never mind. Don't listen to me. Thanksgiving is always a third Thursday, yeah, it's so it's not, not a date. So you're saying that you don't think Christmas Eve or New Year's they Eve? They are not. I work at a bank. They're not federal holidays. They're not, federal not holidays. They're not observed by the Federal Reserve. Okay. So that's what I'm going off of. And then if we go, and then that's it. And then we go back to January, and we said um, uh, MLK Day, which is the third yeah, Monday. Yeah, that's not the same. So what do we have? We've got three that we're kind of circling. Then we've got President's Day, Flag Day, and Columbus Day. Flag Day, I've always had to work since the day before my birthday. It's June 14th. Flag Day, I don't feel, I feel like Flag Day is a federal holiday. And then Memorial Day is the third it's Monday in May. Day. It's going to be Columbus Day or it's going to be uh, President's Day. And I feel like I feel better about Columbus Day or Indigenous Peoples Day. Okay. But I, I don't. Those are the same. I also right feel now. like President's Day is kind of in between Washington and Lincoln's birthday. Um, maybe that date changes every year. 
Columbus Day, I feel, is the same date every year. So let's go Columbus Day. I don't even know what date that is. But okay. I don't either. Columbus. I'm literally going off of a feeling. Well, and yeah, and you don't have to get all four right. You just get five points for each one. So we did Columbus Day slash Indigenous Peoples Day, 4th of July, Christmas Day, and New Year's Day. All right. All right, Mike and Nikki, what did you guys say? Fairly similar. Uh, we have New Year's Day, 4th of July, Christmas Day, and Veterans Day, regardless of where when you observe it, Veterans Day is always November 11th. Used, yeah, to, used to be Armistice Day. It so is, it's Veterans right. Day is the fourth one. He's right. Okay, so let me pull the wrong card just to have it read out that it's correct. <laughs> I think I think I could be wrong. No, you're right. November 11th is 100% correct. As soon as you said that, I was like, yep, that is the date. Well, technically, it's not 4th of July. It's called Independence Day, but I think I think we should give each other points for that. Um, it's New Year's, or yeah, New Year's Day, Veterans Day, Independence Day, and Christmas. Oh, so. now I feel dumb. So now they pick up uh, 20 points for that one, and we'll pick up 15. We got to get one right before they get one wrong. This could all come down to that final question. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that closest, that closest to the pin thing. Okay, so here is the second half of your past, present, and probably not future questions. Uh, this is your who said it question. Here's your quote. We learn from history that we learn nothing from history. We learn from history that we learn nothing from history. All right, well, we'll go ahead and lock in our answer. You already, you already have yours? Uh, we're, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's driving us both nuts because we both, we both feel like we've heard it yeah, before. I feel like I've heard this before, but I just, I don't, I don't know if the skews older or newer. <sighs> I feel like it newer, skews. I, I feel like it's gotta be, I, something about it skews like early aughts or something. That, I was, I know? was thinking it was, I was thinking it was like, yeah, around that time. That's, that was exactly where my mind went to. But man, I just don't. But but again, it really could be much older. Yeah, I mean, it could be it could be something from these way earlier. these quotations are notoriously misleading. You know, ex- exactly like just impossible to. I mean, no, to, to any get date or frame you know of reference. It. It's very difficult. Um, I mean, I don't. What I don't about like an Oliver Stone or something like that. Oliver, like that's a, not bad. That's actually not bad because I was going to say I don't think it's a politician. Like because politicians who, like, politicians like, are never going Oliver to admit Stone this. Oliver Stone loves history, and he makes so many history films. He does. Films. Like, I don't he know. does. That's pretty good. I I, I like that. I, I again, these these things are a total we're not, shot in the dark. I don't think dark. we're ever gonna get we're, there. We're, we could dan- we could dance around all day. We'd never get there. Oliver Stone's a pretty good right, guess. Yeah. We'll, we'll like go that. with Oliver Stone. Okay, so you guys go Oliver Stone, who I believe created what JFK that movie. Yep. Okay, Chris. So you tell tell them what we went with. No, I just I, I thought it it kind of sounded like you know witty social commentary. And when I think of like witty social commentary, it, it to me it also sounds a little bit older. When I think of like witty social commentary in the U.S., the first one that comes to mind is Mark Twain. So we went with Mark Twain. Oh, that's actually a really good guess. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot, and that would explain my potentially why I've heard it yeah. before. Okay. So get ready for this one. Oh gosh. The answer is I'm gonna pronounce every one of this dude's names if it's a dude. Georg Wilhelm Frederick Heigel. Heigel. Hegel? Heigel? Heigel. Heigel. Wow. 
Okay. So Don't know who this person is. Country. Well, we were. Well, 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 I'll tell you what we were. We were very United States centric. Yeah. That is definitely not a United States answer. Yeah, we should. We should. And honestly, really should have gone German on that one if we bring. And these Heigl. are a lot of ah. German names we could have gone with to guess our other German question that we had where we were just guessing names. In fact, two of them were ones I guessed, Friedrich and Georg, because they were both from The Sound of Music. Are you you talking about the question when Chris started saying a bunch of names that sounded Swedish as if they were German names? Yes, exactly. The power of editing, my friend. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So no points there. Still tied, or not tied game. We're still down by 10. Five. Five. We're down by five. five. This is is a crazy game. Like, this could literally go anyway. I don't know how it's going to end up. Okay, so here is um, the second to last question. So this is your decade question. Again, we don't need an exact date, just the decade. Uh, so tell me, in what decade was the Statue of Liberty completed in France? All right, we'll go ahead and lock in. Oh, God, now everyone has to hear how stupid I am. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I was like, what is Les Mis? Uh, I was like, 1700s? It was after that. It's after that. No, so... I think, if I'm remembering this correctly, like we we know what the Statue of Liberty, what we're always told it kind of stands for, but I thought it was like a a gift from the French to the U.S. to somewhat commemorate the the abolition of slavery. Uh okay. Well, Lincoln did a so, lot like, for that, and he died in. A- please 18- finish this sentence. <laughs> the 1860s. Like the yeah. 1862? I'm sitting three, here going like 1870s to 1890s is what comes to mind, but I'm trying to remember when Paris had the World's Fair. Because I, so, oh, okay, so this uh, this is where my mind is going. Do we know, know what why. president was in office when we no, received it? Okay. But I know that Chicago, the World's Fair in Chicago, which was like the late 1890s, was a response because they had to come up with something awesome to counteract the Eiffel Tower that Paris had unveiled in theirs. And I think it's the same guy, like the, the sculptor or the, the iron work is the same guy that did the Eiffel Tower that did the Statue of Liberty. I could be way off there. So how often was there a World's Fair? Every year? Oh, every 10 years? No, I think I think it's like the Olympics, like every every four or five years. So in the or 1890s, there was a response. So 1880s is what's kind of coming to mind right now. Okay. Um, and then we think, so, because, yeah, so like, I think so, it's after 1860s because that's after Lincoln. Yeah. Or... At the earliest, the 1860s. And it's a huge sculptor's, sculpture, so, you know, it's going to take a while to kind of put that much stuff together. So I think 1880s is not a bad guess. Okay. Yeah. Let's, um, yep. Your we'll guess go. is as good as mine. 1880s sounds good. We'll go 1880s. Okay. Mike and Nikki, what did you say? Yeah, I mean, we were pretty in the same ballpark. I mean, we thought it was a gift for the our centennial, so we said the 1870s. Okay, so Mike and Nikki's not a bad guess either. 1870s, yeah. For some reason, we were in 1860s or 1880s, but we didn't really consider the 70s. Well, no, like my just because the bottom of her feet, there's a shackle it's... that's been set free, and I thought yeah. that was. But no, we didn't know when it, like, I, it, I, it was completed versus when it, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the, I mean, the, it took the, it took however. I mean, it took years and years. To oh yeah, and I I didn't I didn't think of the slavery angle. I thought that was really interesting, but yeah, yeah. We, we thought it was like a gift for the our centennial, which means I mean. But they probably would have been working on that, I mean, for years. So right. You 
Okay, so the, uh, it, what was the question? The Statue of Liberty was completed in France in 1886. Holy shit. So oh, in the 1980s. No. Good job, Chris. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a, it must, so it was a World's oh, Fair oh, thing, not yeah. a, not a, uh. Not a Okay. No, I don't think it was a World's Fair thing. I although I think no, 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 because that like the head and the arm of it was on display at the World's Fair, but it was the World's Fair where they debuted the, the Statue of Liberty. And I know in Devil in the White City that was a response. It was the World's Fair coming after the Paris show, and they had to come up with something big to counter the eighteen ninety three, the eighteen ninety three Chicago show. That yeah, one. because that was they were coming up with something big to counteract the Eiffel Tower, and they showed up with the Ferris wheel. Gotcha. Did, did they give it as a gift or did we commission it? Like I, I thought know. they gave no, it, it as a gift. No, it was a gift. gift but... It was a gift. But yeah. at the Paris show, now that I think about it, I think they had like the head and the ar- the the torch like assembled for I mean, the World's Fair. Granted, granted, it was clearly pay it forward, but we saved their ass in World War Two. I know, but I'm just saying, like, you know, we never gave them a statue. <laughs> we get to come in late in World War Two and in World War One, and then we get all the credit. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. World War One, you're 100 percent right. World War Two, you know you're wrong. I know, but I, I can be contrarian when I want to be. That's fair. Okay, so we're going into our final question of the game, and this is the closest to the pin question. So it's going to have some <laughs> winner take it all. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yep, some yep. unknown number answer, <laughs> and whichever team is closest to that number is going to get the points. <laughs> our scores going into our final question are 145 for Leah and Chris. To 140 for Mike and Nikki. That last question really put us over the edge. Oh, it put me over the edge, all right. (laughs) And I literally would not even know how to go about starting to guess this question, so good (laughs) luck to everyone. Here is your closest to the pin question. How many Danish islands are there? That's it. That's the whole question. Oh, I could go for a cheap Danish right now. That would taste really good. All right, we'll go ahead and lock in. Super. <laughs> that, that, yeah, we have a very just... wide. So we we scope. we are just to give you guys a heads up. We are twenty nine thousand seven hundred islands apart between Leah and I. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, good. We're also debating where. Th- the Netherlands are located geographically okay. so in Europe. In my head, in my head, the Netherlands are there's Ger- there's France, and then to the north side of France, there's Belgium, and the Netherlands are there. Because once you get to Germany, above Germany is Denmark. So I'm pretty sure the Netherlands are north of France. And Denmark for That's him right. is where I thought the Netherlands was. So there's a good possibility I don't even know the difference between Denmark and the Netherlands. So I was not really of a big help here. So, but I'm also like thinking, okay, so the Netherlands, if it's where I think it is, hmm. geography is supposed to be my strong suit. Stronger than mine. Not if I'm wrong here and you're right. Damn. <laughs> um, I don't think I'm right. <laughs> it's fine. The Netherlands. It, I'm in the hundreds. I'm in like the three to five hundred. Chris guessed three hundred. I said, "Oh, I was thinking thirty thousand. Like there's little islands all over the world that the Netherlands own." But I don't feel like the Netherlands were big conquerors. Like they right. they weren't the, like they're not England. They're not France. They're not Spain. They're not Portugal. You're correct there. So then I said, "Oh, well, I want to go with a really really tiny number. Like what if there's only like three islands?" Well, that no, would be funny. it's still 
You know, they're still the Netherlands. Like I, I think three to five hundred is kind of where my head is at. I'll let you pick a number though, and what's a fun number? Split it in the middle and call it four. Or we could do three, four, five. 345? 345. Lock it in. Okay, we're going to go with 345 islands in the Danish area. Or whatever. Owned by the Danish people. Alright, Mike and Nikki, what did you guys say? Oh, we are probably way off based on that logic. So I was like, Danish islands. Greenland. Long, long pause. Okay, there's probably a couple islands off of Greenland. And then I, I've been to I've been to one or two islands that are off of the Netherlands. There's like maybe half a dozen. It's not a lot to me, at least. So I was like, there's maybe half a dozen off of Denmark and another half a dozen off of the off of Greenland, which is Greenland itself. I think counts as a Danish island. So we said ten. But there's got to be other islands off of Greenland. I, I will admit, I completely forgot about Greenland. But like Greenland, there's got to be other islands. No, there, I think. Right? I mean, after, they're probably they're probably they probably are. But Greenland Greenland is 100 percent part of Denmark. After I listen to your logic, I'm like, oh, as far as territory, it's probably more around like the 450 to 500 mark. Now yeah. that I'm thinking about it. Wait, so are you guys saying that of- Danish people are from Denmark? Yes. What? Danish people are from Denmark, so we're trying to name countries that Denmark. Owns. Is that what we're saying? Is that what you guys? Correct. Are? Okay. All I know. We're in the Netherlands. We're the way wrong freaking really country. Really you and I didn't even. You and I could. He's the prince of some island off of Denmark, and they just create a no. random island with okay. all these princes. But the whole point My, of that I, was I, that I want, to, I want to start by apologizing, apologizing to all of our Danish listeners, yeah, though, we because we are terrible. I, I know. I at least I do know where your country is located. Uh, which is more than I can say about, given my geographical knowledge, more than I can say about a lot of countries. Yeah. But I cannot picture the sea to the north of you and how many little specks are there. Yeah, we we said we said ten, but now or how many specks are off of Greenland? We said ten, which you own. I think had, I think my, my at least you had the right country. Like you guys, at least you had the you, right country. You We're guys, talking about the Netherlands. We guessed based on who we thought the Netherlands owned. We thought Danish people were from the Netherlands. So you guys at least Wait, got the question. Yeah, you guys got we, the question just, correct. The, yeah. Uh, it's the Dutch, not the Danish. Yeah, so this makes the, us sound super stupid. It was, how many Danish islands are there? Heard, so we guessed, I heard Dutch. based on how many we thought oh, the you Netherlands were. I was Dutch. Yeah, talking about the Netherlands, I was like, yeah, the, I, I kind of went with the Netherlands too, just because I've actually been to islands that are off the Netherlands, but I, heard I Dutch. couldn't figure out. <laughs> I swear to God, yeah, okay. I heard I think Dutch. You guys are still closer, still, so it's fine. I still, I still think it's like now that I'm actually thinking about it, I still think it's like a lot. Like, we are 10. really I think, sorry, I think people like from, from both the Netherlands and Denmark. Yeah, I All heard right. Dutch. Leah, Leah, Leah cr- crushed one of our dreams. Oh my lord! It's either, okay, it's either like five or it's like five hundred. So. so, how many Danish islands are there? The answer is holy crap, four hundred and six. Wow. All right, you we guys are win. so close and we won. We won. My smarties helped. No. We had the wrong country. Hey, can you look up how many islands the Netherlands owns so we can see what that answer is? Because that's <laughs> definitely that... what we guessed by. Leah, ever since at the beginning of the episode when you mentioned smarties and now again when you mentioned smarties, the only thing that goes through my head is from the producers. 
Don't be stupid. Be a smarty. Come, come and join, join the Nazi, Nazi party. party. Okay, so real quick, had we flip flopped our that, answers? By the way, and oh by the way, speaking of the Nazi party, I just want to be clear. I understand why France did what they did in World War II. I don't want to knock them too much for that, but still, come on. I was more cons- more more. I was more talking to the geopolitical climate in France post World War One that led to what happened in World War Two. Mike, if we had flip-flop countries, we, you would have won. If it was the Netherlands, there are 11. Wow. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's really funny. Because I was sitting here like, okay, well, De- Denmark's like a little bit northeast of uh, of the Dutch. Netherlands. But I, mean, I, I can't believe there's that many more islands up there than there are down there. That's, well, that was funny. That was the way I based it on. I was like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. There'd be like hundreds of islands. But I'm still like in shock that there is that many. That like I, how, you know. how many? I do want to know, like. That includes the the islands in and around Greenland, right? So I looked at Greenland on the map, and there's only there's actually not many up there, right? Because I didn't think there were. That's well, that's that's I'm why I'm looking at it here. Say... There's a couple. Iceland is not one of theirs. No, Iceland's different. Yeah. We're about at Christmas time. To all my Hallmark listeners, you all know every single Hallmark movie where there's some royalty, they live in some island off of Denmark. There's always some Denmark. You know, prince or something, and they're all like, "Yeah, well, this is my kingdom." Yeah, and they all it's, they all have British accents, but somehow they have like a the the, the it's basically some island. So what is it? It's the it's the Princess Grace situation, except with some obscure island. Oh yeah, basically like all Hallmark movies, they end up the prince. Like you're the princess of where? The princess of what? Right. <laughs> but you know, they're marrying a prince, and it's a Hallmark movie, nice. so hey, it's fine. Hey, good for them. Maybe we need to watch more Hallmark movies. No, no, no I don't. Always, no, you don't. But it's always they're always like the prince of like. Obscure. Well, I, I think I think what Nikki's really saying is that when we first began courting, I told her that I was the prince of blah 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 blah, and that was literally what I said. No, well, it's, I mean, I don't I'm, know. I'm, well, you told me your last name was Maud. I just assumed, yeah, you I assumed, just assumed you owned the applesauce. She assumed I was the applesauce. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, sorry, Mike. We're not giving you any money. We only buy the Publix branded applesauce for our kid. It's yeah. cheaper. Honestly, I don't even know. We, we if, buy I don't great even know value. We buy, yeah. we buy great value. I don't. I don't even remember the last time we bought Mott's applesauce for for years, just based on some stupid loyalty that didn't even belong to me because it's not even my damn family. I would always buy Mott's applesauce. No, we get our applesauce no. from Walmart. Thank you. No. <laughs> great value brand. It's hey, fun. hey, guys. Congratulations! Hey, we finally got a win. We won. Thank you. We only you guys. You guys came on. That was well done. It is only won because we thought the Netherlands was Denmark. We we won because we thought the Netherlands was Denmark, and we still got that wrong. You won because you knew when the Fran when the French created the Statue of Liberty. Oh, that you did know that one, Chris. That was a good job. And I knew about Orange Is the New Black. That's right. That's right. That that killed me. Yeah. That felt, that was, we knew Peter Glory. I'm going to hang my hat on that. You should. Oh, that that was a hell true. of a poll. Yeah, I've never even heard of that person. <laughs> well, everyone, that's been another episode of the Pub Trivia Experience, and it feels good to get a win under our belts. I haven't won in like two years, so this is very <laughs> exciting for me. But everyone, uh, you know, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, I talked about the socials earlier. Find us there. Until next time. For the pub trivia experience, I have been Chris. I've been a smarty. (laughs) Nikki. And Mike. Have a good one.